0: Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Imig, from 88.9. All right, this episode of Urban Spelunking continues from home. Check it in. Nate Imig here with Bobby Tanzillo. Uh, Recording remotely and today instead of going to a building or talking about a public place because so many places are closed We're talking about Milwaukee figures and Milwaukee historical folks that maybe have flown under the radar. Hey Bobby. How's it going? How's it going at home?
1: Good. I'm socially distant.
0: (laughs) Well, that's good (laughs) Well, I want to start off and I think uh, I think you sum it up perfectly In the the subject of today's episode, Albert Coggle, the first paragraph here of your article says it perfectly. You say, quote, I'm going to quote you here. Oh, nice. There are countless Milwaukeeans who have left an indelible mark on the city, even though folks rarely utter their names. More than the Kilborns, Junos, and Walkers, these folks who toiled for their town and have been relegated to relative obscurity have captured my attention. beautifully said thanks and one of these figures is albert coggle who is albert coggle
1: well albert coggle these days is best known for his name being on a school on a milwaukee public school on 12th and mineral uh okay but he was a german immigrant who came here as a child um, and lived with his family on scott street 10th and scott which is pretty close to Coggle school,
0: and he was born in he was born in 1864. So yeah. uh, this goes way back, and was here in Milwaukee in his early life.
1: Yeah, because he went he went to um, grade school here, so he he got here pretty young. Um, and he went to the normal school, which is where you went to become a teacher, basically teaching school, um, and graduated and was a German language teacher for just a single year in the classroom. He worked at the Eighth Ward School, which is the school that now is Coggle, Um, but they must have seen something in him because he was out of the classroom pretty quickly and became part of administration.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you don't get your name put on a school for nothing. So he was a a really important figure in Milwaukee education. And as you said, just spent one year in the classroom, but soon after that was, was clearly destined for much more in education here in Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, the very next year they made him principal of uh, the First Ward Branch School, um, which was in a building that's not there anymore, but a building that was replaced while he was the principal um, on Maryland Avenue, Maryland Avenue School on the east side. And when he got there, it was a two-room schoolhouse. um, And two years later, they built a much bigger school that was designed by Henry Koch, which is a name we mention a lot on this uh, program. Uh, He designed (laughs) City Hall, Turner Hall, the Pfister Hotel, Jesu Church, tons of schools like Golda. In fact, he also designed the building that is now Coggle. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then it was sort of interesting that Coggle was appointed to this school because this was a neighborhood that was really growing fast, so fast that basically the buildings, the school buildings that were there were never enough. You know, they had this two-room schoolhouse, which had replaced a one-room schoolhouse built a few years earlier. And then when they built this, the current school... It was about half the size it is now, and then they had to build an addition to it just five years later, and then a few years after that, they built a whole new school up the street because the neighborhood was growing so quickly that there was just sort of constant demand for school seats there. So, um, so he was at what was really an important place at the time because he had to really—he must have been a really good manager and leader to be able to kind of handle this sort of constant growth.
0: And we're talking now the the late 18, probably the close to the the end of the 18. Hundreds, right? Yeah, that's like, 18, like late 18- 80s, 1890s.
1: Yeah, 1880s, 1890s. Yeah.
0: We're going to take a quick break here and continue next with more about Albert Coggle on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit radiomilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits. And the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking talking about Albert Coggle, a historic figure in education that kind of flew under the radar. His expertise was in early childhood education, but became the school administrator and really is that classic story of an, of an immigrant who came here with, with, with nothing and uh, ends up becoming a really prominent local figure, a leader in education, sits on boards of things like banks, and and uh, you know develops this profile for himself, and and really a, a leader in in the community.
1: Yeah. By 1901, he's already um, impressed the superintendent enough that he he decides he's not even like he should be more than a, a school principal, and he becomes one of two assistant superintendents. Um, and at, at In that role, he oversaw the district uh, kindergarten programs and its art programs. Um, And in 1910, he becomes sort of, uh, his focus turns to elementary education. He oversees all of that. So in 1904, he um, is given the job of organizing the MPS exhibit at the St. Louis World's Fair. Um, They send him all the time to other cities to study their public school systems to see how they can improve the system here. in 1913, when uh, a superintendent resigned, he spent a year as the acting superintendent. So, I mean, he was, you know, really working at every level in what was a huge and growing huger school district at the time, just constantly growing. I mean, just new buildings going up all the time, additions to old buildings. I mean, the the population of Milwaukee was growing because of immigration at that point so much that um, they just couldn't keep up. That's why he was just constantly adding to buildings and things and he was a key figure in all that.
0: Yeah, there is something kind of, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, um romantic almost, of of these these people that had such an impact on Milwaukee who you never hear about today. You never hear about uh, Albert Coggle and and his impact at MPS. But surely it's it's felt and seen and heard, and um in some way, you know, education probably wouldn't be approached the same way without his contributions way back when and his name is on the school for a reason. And and you think about all these figures, uh, like him who, you know, are honored in small ways in Milwaukee, but have this complete story and this complete career that truly did shape the city.
1: Yeah. And he was, the I mean, he, he was an immigrant, a working class immigrant who came here and, you know, was, was for a time the superintendent of the city school system. That's pretty impressive. And he was a well-liked guy and a respected guy too, you know, and when he died in 1923, the day after his funeral, they shut down the school district at noon. I mean, that's how important a guy this was, how well-respected he was and liked. Um, every school in the district sent flowers to his house when he died. Um, wow. the, school, the superintendent of the district was one of the pallbearers at his funeral. Um, a few years after he died, um, a bunch of teachers and principals got together uh, and made donations to the public library to create uh, an Albert Coggle. Uh, reading room in the library that was there for a while until they uh, built an addition to the library and sort of changed the, the rooms. But, um, but I mean, that's a, you know, that's a pretty big honor, honor for this guy. You know.
0: Well, you can read more about him at radiomilwaukee.org. Uh, a really uh, wonderful, comprehensive account of Albert Coggle's life, a big influencer in education in the late 1800s, you can find that story linked up at radioMilwaukee.org. Podcasts in 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab, with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukeeorg podcast. And while you're there, we ask for you to rate and review the podcast. Helps us get more and more folks to find the work that we do. It's On Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzilev. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Nate.